So, um, some of you may be wondering, like, where does the whole Yeti thing come from? And uh, so I thought I would dedicate an episode to relating. Um, it's actually two different stories. So the story that many of you probably, or some of you have probably heard is um, in Nepal, back in 2014, when I did my first um, Habitat for Humanity build, um, I was sort of recruited into it through my college friend, Pagely, um, who um, had done two other builds before that. And so she was like, hey, Hoffman, you should come do a build in Nepal. And I'd be like, yeah, that sounds awesome. And I was kind of feeling low at the time. And um, and it was a great, it was such an amazing experience um, to just have my first habitat build, but also just to see Nepal and see the Mount Everest and the Himalayas and go trekking or whatever. So that build, um, we did a, about a week long trek before the build. Um, so, um, what the, the itinerary was, um, fly from Kathmandu to Lukla, which if, if you Google it, L U K L A, it's this tiny little airport on top of a mountain at about, I don't know, 9,500 feet or something like that. So it's, it's pretty crazy. You basically just fly right into this mountain and you land on this tiny little airstrip on top of the mountain. And then when you take off, um, it's kind of this ramp that goes down. And so the plane just, they literally just like gun the engine and then you just like fly off the edge of this mountain. It's pretty insane. Um, and of course, where do Yetis come from? Nepal. So, um, I secretly brought a Yeti costume in my bag. I didn't tell anyone. Um, and, and I feel bad that the porters had to, oh, and I didn't have a sleeping, everyone had sleeping bags, so I didn't have a sleeping bag, but I did have a Yeti costume. Uh, but luckily all the guest houses, the tea houses on the way, um, they hooked me up with blankets and stuff. And so, um, so one, so we, we trekked from Lukla to this other place that I don't remember the name of to Namche Bazaar, which is like the last town of any size before you get to base camp. Um, and then from Namche Bazaar, we did like a acclimation hike. So we just did, I don't know, it was like a couple hour hike, um, up to a point where we could finally see Mount Everest. So at the point where we finally could see Mount Everest, I kind of snuck off into the bushes and put on the Yeti suit and ran out and screamed Arr! to everyone and everyone thought it was hilarious and there's some great pictures on Facebook um, of the Yeti um, up in the foothills of Mount Everest um, taking selfies with other people but that is actually not the origin of the Yeti or the true origin of the Yeti um, goes back to college and when we used to, we every spring um, the basically the biggest party of the year was we would go down to Lake Shasta and rent houseboats for uh, what four or five days and um, so everybody would rent a day and um, and we would just like cruise around on houseboats and have dance parties and 
I don't remember, I think it was maybe our third year, it was either third or fourth year, um, somebody had the bright idea that let's all take mushrooms. So a good, I would say 75% of, of us, I'm guessing, I, I could be like overestimating, a, a good chunk of people all decided to take mushrooms. Um, and I think there was probably like 60 people in their date. So probably like the whole of Shasta was like, uh, at least for us, was probably like a hundred and let's say 150, 160 people. Sounds about right. I don't know. You know, maybe seven or eight houseboats. Um, and I would, I would say a good like 70 people were all, all shrimping. Um, but okay you know there's if you have, if you take mushrooms um there's kind of this like build up period where you kind of feel like queasy and you kind of just gotta hold you just have to like power through that period um before you start actually like having fun and like tripping on shrooms um and i'm such a lightweight with shrooms like i, I you know i i I take a tiny amount and it affects me. It seems to affect me more than other people. Um, so, so it was in that kind of build up period where things hadn't, we're just starting to like kind of kick in. And I remember there was like a group of us that just went out on the bank. It was like this like embankment and we're just like laying there. And I remember I had a bag of wine. It was like, like a, like the bladder from a Franzia box and I was laying on it and I remember telling Chris Forney I was like oh it's like a space pillow because it, it was like it was like a waterbed for your head and then and then I would just take a little tap of, of cheap wine and just lay back down so I remember thinking where's Mueller so our friend Eric Mueller who's a legend in, in these parts um um so I forget he was dating. I forget who his date was. I think her name was Michelle, but I could be getting this wrong. Um, anyway, he had this date. He, he was dating her for a brief period in college. Um, and I think, I think I saw her standing by herself on the, on the, on the front porch of one of the houseboats. And so I'm, and she looked, I don't know, I guess in my mind, in my, in my vague memory and my shroom-addled mind, I, I think she looked distraught, let's say. So I got up off my space pillow, and I, I walked walk down the bank, wandered over to the houseboat to see what was up. And she she's like, I think something's wrong. I'm probably making all this dialogue up, but this is this is my best recollection, you guys, so bear with me. So she's like, I think something's wrong. I'm like, what's wrong? And just then I hear this, like with like this sort of like animalistic, like snarl or a yell. It was like, and I just hear boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, what is that? And she's like, he's inside. And there was like, I think it was like a closet or something. She had like locked Eric inside this closet. And I could just hear him inside. He was like, in, in my mind, okay, this is just my, my, 
my shroom adult perception, in my mind, Eric was transforming from human into beast at that point. Like he wasn't Eric anymore. He was, he was a, and, and the first thing that came to my mind was it was a Yeti trapped in the closet. And, and I, I think at the time I, I really was convinced that he was a real Yeti that he somehow developed lycanthropy and had changed into a Yeti and was screaming to be let out. And I just fled. I just, I was so freaked out. Like I just fled the boat. I ran back up the hill where everybody's lying, relaxed. And I'm like, you guys, you guys, there's Yeti coming. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, no, seriously, this is, this is no joke for real. There's a, there's a freaking Yeti in that boat and he's about to break loose. <laughs> and they're like, what? And you know, they're like, what kind of game are you playing with, with our minds, Hoffman? And I'm like, I am telling you, I just was on that boat and there's a Yeti trapped in the closet. He's banging on the door. He's going to break loose pretty soon. And sure enough, out of the boat comes Eric screaming red face and he's just flailing his arms and he's just like and from that point he was the original yeti so although i had the costume and 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 the the whole thing in nepal um the true original yeti title belongs to eric mueller so that's a little shout out to eric um later that evening i'll just we'll just kind of continue the story i won't you know bore you to death oh like the first time i remember the first time i shroomed but later that evening um there was like a group of all the people that were shrooming like went off to this little cove and and again this is like i feel like it was like 70 people i could be exaggerating i might be wrong about this but in my mind there was like 70 people and we were all just just off our minds or whatever. I remember there was like this little tiny creek that was that couldn't have been more than six inches wide. And me and RJ and like a couple other people, Chris Jordan probably, were standing there just like, how are we going to get across this river? And it was literally like a creek. And then somebody just like literally stepped across it. And then we're like, oh, and we all like stepped across it. So anyway, we go over to this cove and the sun is kind of, it's like dusk and the sun is setting and everybody just, nobody like directed everyone, but everybody just started sitting in rows, kind of like a movie theater. And it was like, it was like, um, yeah, just like little rows. And and it was like, nobody, nobody like planned this, but it was just, as soon as people started sitting that way, everybody started sitting that way. And I don't remember who it was, but somewhere across the cove, somebody had this big giant stick that was on fire and we're just like waving it around like a fire dance and we we're all just sitting there like we we're in a movie theater watching a movie of, of, of this guy dancing around. I don't even remember who it was somebody maybe somebody that was there can can remind me but somebody was waving this big stick around like a big fire dance and all I remember is Zach Fruitengarden he he 
comes, he gets here kind of late, and he's like, he's like inching his way, like you do, like when you're late to a movie, the movie's already started, and people are like kind of shifting their position to like let you down the aisle. And we're just sitting on rocks, all right? But it was like we had little pros. And he sits down, and people are like, Zach, sit down. And then he turns to somebody next to him, and he's like, give me my fucking bonbons, you bitch. <laughs> Everyone just started laughing. Because it was just like, we were all thinking the same thing. We're sitting in a movie theater, um, watching this movie of the fire dancing stick man. I, I have no idea. It, who knows? It was crazy. Um... So that's my, my Yeti. That's the Yeti origin story. Um, uh, later on, l- last summer, um, when Paige got married, um, I, I, had, I had left the Yeti costume in Nepal. Um, after taking it out a couple times, you know, um, me and um, Jamin went to this Irish bar in Lukla, and we, like, went to... The, had this dance party with a bunch of crazy Australians. So it was just soaked in beer and dirt and stuff. And then later on, I think on the last day of the build, um, and cheat one, I, I took it out again. And these little kids, like these little kids were like hiding behind their mom's legs, like looking at me, like that's a real fucking Yeti. Like they were giving me that look. Like, I mean, I, he's wearing a construction helmet, but that's a Yeti. And, uh, and by that time, the costume was just matted with beer and everything. So I just left it in Cheat One. And I, my hope is that there's somebody in Cheat One rocking the Yeti costume, you know, once a year or something like that. But anyway, fast forward to last summer, um, Paige Lee's wedding. Paige Lee and Ed got married in Sonoma. It was a beautiful wedding, beautiful setting. Um, the rehearsal dinner the night before, um, they're you know, they're schmoozing with everybody and family and friends and everything. And I'm sitting at a table and, um, they just hand me this big package and, and I, I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? And I open it and I open it and there's like a bottle of Maker's Mark and another Yeti costume. And they just look at me nodding and said, you know what to do. So of course I knew what to do. I was the DJ of the morning. So, um, and by the way, Pedro's dad spent a good 60% of his wedding toast talking about the Yeti. Um, and then when the dance party got going, the Yeti appeared, you know, dancing around the dance party or whatever. So the Yeti does make appearances here and there. Um, and uh, maybe he'll make another appearance again soon. Who knows? But uh, I just wanted to give proper credit to where the Yeti actually came from, and that is Eric Mueller in Lake Shasta circa 1995, I would guess. Um, that is that is the birth of the true Yeti. I am just a mere um, holder, let's say, we'll call it keeper of the Yeti. Um, and that, that's how it goes. So uh, that, now you know. And with that, Sweaty Yeti out.